This is Lovely Hurling, brought to you in association with Zest Active, your daily super supplement. Get it back to Dan Shanahan. Shanahan in front of the goal, puts it over the bar. Right, welcome back to episode number 15. I have to say it's 15 this week because I had a bit of a bet with the with one of the lads produced behind the show that it was episode uh, 13 last week, so I lost that bet. But welcome back to episode 15 this week of Lovely Hurling in association with Zest Active. Um, and again, like every other week, if you want to sign up uh, to their website, Revive Active website, and use the code HURLING10 to get any discount off any Zest Active products. And again, thank you very much for, for helping us and keeping me in contact with the man I'm just supposed to introduce. It's a different introduction this week because... I'd say he's wrecked after his weekend, especially his Sunday. And for anyone that doesn't know, we have the coach of Bennett's Bridge who had to get into his car, fly down the road and be involved in a one-point dramatic victory for his club, Liz Moore, the one and only great Dan, the man Shanahan. Dan, what a weekend for you, boy. What a day for you. Yeah, Anthony, brilliant day uh, on, on Sunday, to be honest with you. Um Written over Saturday evening, going into Sunday morning, uh, playing the Kilkenny and Ireland Club Champions Belly Hill uh, with the with the team at Coach British Bridge. Well, what a performance from the lads! Like you know, um, great performance actually from from the bridge to be at Belly Hill. Belly Hill, disappointing tough thing for us. We we conceded late goals in the game, um, six late goals. If I'm being honest with you, but again, it's all about getting two points on the board. And as a coach, as you know ourselves, getting your first victory on board was massive. Like you know and Look, we know we've not in one. We'll probably meet him again later on the championship. Um, again, but look for the for the club business bridge to get two points in the board was massive. From the outside, then before we go on to Lismore, like from the outside now, obviously wouldn't know that much about Kilkenny Club hurling. Like obviously they'd have been red hot favourites, would they? Or like how did you feel going into it? Did you feel that you were like did you have a sneaky suspicion or did you expect to win? Or or and look, I know the goals and in fairness again, like you mentioned last week, only for Buff Egan's coverage, I wouldn't have seen anything of it. But like what was the feel going into it? Because to be fair from the outside, like Belly Hale Shamrock's name is so infamous, like Yeah, especially there's a Liz Moore man training Belly Hale is with Jocks or James Jocks or O'Connor and he he's uh, doing a massive job with him down there. So um no I need to to be honest with you, I always worry about my own team. I don't ever worry about the opposition team. Um the great John Coyley has said that in a in a I call him a red year last year, the year before, that 10% should be on the opposition and 90% should be on your own team. Now, we we, we trained well at, and we had a good challenge against going into the game. Like, you know, you never know what you're going to get Bally Hale because a few of the lads are coming off Kilkenny and a few of them on holidays and such, et cetera, et cetera. But look, we can only look after our own our own team there, our own situation. We, we we prepared well for it, like, you know, and we were lucky to get the result last week. But again, I think the lads deserved it. They deserved the victory. And look, we were... Tougher challenge next next weekend. We've list only now again. So I can assure you, Anthony Nash and the listeners, like Kilkenny Club hurling is as tough as it comes. Um, I'm involved in the league down there this year and the league is like championship. It was unbelievable, the physicality, the willingness to win your league games where where I come from, uh, there could be a walkover or to be junior team could be out instead of a senior team wrestling lads and such. Yeah. They don't do that in Kilkenny. Yeah. And that's why they're so good down there. They take every game. We went to Tolero and got beaten and they blew us off the park. So they did, and the great Tommy Welsh was playing wing back, or wing sorry, wing forward the same night, and they just came to the field with about three or four hundred people watching it. Uh, a great evening for a game of hurling. They blew us off the park, like you know. That's the intensity 
they bring to their to their their league games down there, like you know, and um, that was what opened my eyes big time for 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 the future yeah. games ahead in Kilkenny, like you know. So, um, but again, credit to Kilkenny and the the way the clubs go at it down there is unbelievable, like you know. But again, for us as a management team, just to get the two points on the board last Sunday, I know from being around a long time, there's long ways to go yet in that Kilkenny Club Championship, like you know. But it makes training tonight to go easier. The, the, the lads should be hopping tonight, like after a victory going into next week's game. Fair play to you. Right, so that was part one of the Dan Shanahan uh, double act on Sunday. Can you let us into the logistics? What was the time difference and everything like that? And, and how did you feel buzzing down to the road to Lismore to play in their championship match? Yeah, it was, it was a, it's kind of a short, a busy morning, if I've been honest with you. Like, I got up, had my breakfast and got prepared for for um, for the Binance Bridge game, ate properly, got the result we wanted to blow in Kilkenny, into the car with with the, the physical trainer Pat Kelly, the first cousin of mine. Uh, he he does the physical training with Benes Bridge. So with a chat coming back about that, came back had a nap for half an hour, put on the Lismore gear, and over to Farterfield to 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 play for Lismore, come on for Lismore, and um, get a one point victory for, for against Formal Water. Um, again, actually, we probably shouldn't have won that game. We were lucky to win the game. Lismore, very lucky. Um, we came strong with twenty minutes to go. Four Moyle were well on top. Anthony Nash, I can assure you, a great team. There are a lot of footballers playing Holland. They're physical. We'll be able to run. You know what I'm on about there when I say they can run with the ball, hand pass yeah. the ball. But again, great, great team for my water. But look, again, it came down to a victory. And Morris had got one twelve out of one twenty, I think one twenty two. So again, a great victory for Lismore. We're in the quarterfinals. Anthony. The best thing for me, Anthony Nash, is uh, especially where I come from with numbers, is safety in senior grade. There's two go down this year in the Warford Senior Holland Championship. The pressure off us now, Anthony, to to stay up is unbelievable. Like you know and. Because two go down for Lismore to stay up senior hurling. People mightn't agree with what I'm saying from when I talking about Lismore and Warford. To stay up senior hurling at the LSL are in a relegation battle now. They lost their two games. That'll yeah. tell you how intensity it is down here. Yeah. Like, you know, to stay up for Lismore is massive. Now we go into a quarter final with a bit of confidence, a bit of pressure off. We play our local derby actually Saturday evening in Spelly Sagard, so that'll be helpful later, I can assure you that. But again, um knowing that you're in a quarter final, it's massive for a club the size of Lismore, to be honest with you. Brilliant. And come here, was there a par three? Was there a few points after, or were you just wrecked and went home? Would you believe that in the last two weekends, last two weekends since the All Ireland final, I had, I had treated myself to a vegetarian pizza and a can of Lucasade and a packet of Born, <laughs> a packet of Bournville, a packet of Bournville buttons, the dark chocolate. That was my treat the last two Sunday nights. So, um, no, as I said, I've committed to the Lismore lads now and the Prince Bridge lads for the next Brilliant. month or two, or next month or six yeah. weeks, like you know, so. I'll have plenty of time October, November to have a few beers and stuff like that, that uh, to yeah. enjoy me weekends like you know for the next three or four weeks I'll, I'll Fair off, place, yeah. you know. and you said to me last week that is this, like, is this it like or is there going to be a phone call the two weeks before championship begin to get Dan Shanahan out again next year for Lismore or is this it no this is it Anthony um, so it is it's, it's the intensity is unbelievable like you know which is when you come onto the field yeah. there as you know yourself as you know yourself being in goal when you come on there you've been hit by young fellas physically and stuff like that like you know you're chasing ball like you know don't get me wrong I'm in, I'm in good shape that's, that's who I am I look after myself big time but you have to be mm-hmm. to, to play senior senior hurling as you know um, you might get away with a junior B with respect to junior clubs that you don't have to train as hard but playing senior hurling in any county you have to put in the effort I did, did me did yeah. me form rolling me form rolling me gym session Monday I'll go again tomorrow you know and it's that you have to do it, Anthony, to have the legs right for, for the weekend. Because down here, you know yourself, you're playing four, four weeks in a row, five weeks in a row. 
you're not going to get much time to recover. So you have to get your Mondays in to recover and get to the seawater if you can after matches, etc., etc. Like you know, so it's like a- I'm smiling because I, I we played a. I, I, you're putting me to shame here with that routine, like because I'm coaching and playing as well. And there was a picture in the examiner, and the lads have christened me skinny down in South Liberties because I'm after getting so fat. The picture didn't do me any justice whatsoever. <laughs> I was absolutely like a fella that was after stuffing himself with vegetarian pizzas in Vaughanville for the night before the game. The reason I asked about that then is because so are we doubling up the all J uh, all J Christmas party with the Dan Shanahan retirement party down in Lismore? So are we. Ah, yeah, to come down there in rock and roll at the Dungavan, boys. Liz Moore, brilliant spot, brilliant spot. But no, it's, uh, no, that's, it's, it's, as I said, Anto, boy, it's, it's the love of the game, but just, uh, we, we were shocked a few lads in Liz Moore this year, Padre Pendergast did his crucial. One or two lads just decided to pack it up. Like, you know, that's why I'm there. I won't be there next year, Anthony. I won't be playing. I'm just going to relax, do whatever happens, whatever comes for Dan Shanahan next year. Like, you know, I've given 20, over 20 something years to this club and Liz Moore club. And, and, and look, it's time for, I think, uh, when I go, I've left it in a good place. So that's that's important for me going away from from, from the senior ranks. I expect you to come on and get the winning goal in the quarterfinal the way it's going to go then. But look, I actually was inside in Man Point. I was inside in the shop, say Jim Plus Coffee, trying on, um, trying on clothes the last day. I said to get a bigger, I was to get a bigger wardrobe after that picture of the examiner to make me look a bit skinnier. But I came out and there was a fellow outside and he was a very nice guy. I should have gotten his name actually. He just complimented the, the podcast, but... The, the one thing he said to me, and I have to echo it as well, and it's great to hear your uh, story there, is that like he said, Jesus, Dan's passion comes out through the podcast of his love for hurling. And uh, it's it's an absolutely, uh, it's fantastic and it's infectious, Dan, in fairness to you, to hear that as well. But it was just, it was interesting when you had the two games on the day last Sunday, because in 17, I tried to do the same thing. Uh, we played an all quarter quarterfinal against the Armagh champions up in, um, up in Kildare. And Cork were playing Kilkenny in the first game of the league that night. And I wanted to play both games. I was actually named to play in both games. And uh, just the management decided on the, the night before the game that they weren't going to select me for Cork. But I still made it down. But I, I had to get a guard at Escort out of Kildare to get the uh, to get down to the match. Like So I was trying to do both games. But unfortunately, I wasn't selected for the Kilkenny game. But when I saw your story, it reminded me of that and just the, the effort that went into organise it. But fair play to you. And it was a great day. Like, you know, just because I said I was following it, obviously, with the, the, the vested interest in this. But... Um, but fair play to you, and it's it's absolutely fantastic, and your career deserves nothing more. But um, but just to, just before we do go on, then we have a revive and vest or zest active player of the week every week in the into county championships, and I suppose we have to have to have a look at the the club championships in as well. Like and look, I kind of took it out of your hands this week and chose the player because people might be deciding that look, it's a bit a bit biased on your behalf and. Um, I, I wanted to give it to you for your endeavours on the Sunday, Dan, for the for the efforts and everything like that. But the last two weeks, Dan, your brother has set the club championships alight. Um, and I know I might just get you to have a quick word about him. I know we spoke about him as well prior on the show, but just to let fellas know they wouldn't have seen the games of his two performances there, like the score lines were absolutely exceptional. And for me, anyway, looking at the outside and reading the articles and stuff, and you know, just seeing the bits of clips and stuff like that, that he's been the most informed player in the country really for the last two weeks. Yeah, Anthony. He- He's he's Morris is Morris Anthony, but he, he he's he can be hard work sometimes. Believe you and me, when you're inside a fifty packs <laughs> road there, and there's more, he can be hard work up there. But again, he's been outstanding for us, Anthony. Um, he got four thirteen last week, one twelve, I think, yeah. this week. Like you know, in two games, it's phenomenal scoring. And I, I I can assure you, Anthony Nash, he was on Thomas O'Gorman full back for four my water, who's one of the toughest mm. club full backs you can mark. And they kind of broke even. Morris got the winning point. He got a, he won the penalty himself, but Thomas O'Gorman is as good as full back. 
uh, man marker in this county. You know, anyone knows from Waterford know what I'm talking about. Same with Tallow. He, 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 had, he had Jordan Henley, a young up-and-coming holiday, Mark O'Brien. Again, respect the players from their clubs. And you have to respect the players he's on to, Anthony, because... You know, yeah. no matter what opponent, no matter what opponent you're playing, you have to respect the opponent. Whether you're playing junior hurling or intermediate hurling or senior hurling at the Cork level, the Waffle levels, you have to respect the opponent. And but Morris is flying at me. He's um he's playing well, so he is. He's to probably do it again next week. We know the pressure he's under. He's been doing this with ten years at me in Waffle Senior Hurling Championship. He's been the best one of the best club hurlers down here in Seven Parling Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Few more of the lads are very very consistent with their clubs, so they are look again, but. Hats off! I'm not going to blow his trumpet up. We've no, we've won nothing. We're, we're in a quarter final. Course, we have a big yeah. game next weekend again, and he he wouldn't want me talking about anything. So again, but credit no, him. No. No, no. Am I proud of him? So you're damn right, I'm proud of him. Like you know the way he, the way he's he's shown the leadership. His capital is more, and um, it's brilliant for him because like he's putting his hand up. He's got to be selected for for Warford again, and he can't do any more than that. Yeah, fair play. No, look, as I said, look to anyone listening in, Dan didn't know that this was happening or anything like that. Like, and look, it's just, uh, as I said, with during the club, during the championships, we did the same thing. So it's fair to look at the clubs and, you know, I suppose it's great to see the kind of coverage that they're getting, especially with the, the TV channel showing. And hopefully more games will be shown because some of the club games there, like your game against Ballyhale, then was just absolutely off the charts, exciting, like, you know. Um, so it was, it's actually, and I know you didn't like, like it on the sideline with the six goals going in, but to the outsider and the, you know, the, the neutral, like, it was just great excitement. So it's great to see hurling in such a strong position, even in the club seasons, you know, when the inter-county season is over. Like, and that's the positive of the split season. It's unbelievable, Anthony, that, that nowadays the lads can get these games to put them on their... I think Mount Sinai GA Club had the Brennan's Bridge and Belly Hay yeah. game in, 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 on their television. The way lads could come in and watch, I think it's phenomenal, Anthony. Because Brilliant. like Brilliant. you know, nowadays you can only have so many so many people going to the matches, like you know, which which is which is um, mm-hmm. which is disappointing. But again, I think that's, there's a bit of relief in that. But again, Anthony, to, to put it on a computer, put it on your television at home and watch the games, it's unbelievable. Buff Egan's coverage, um, to his credit, again, it, it's unreal. Again, like you know, but I uh, sit down there, my father watched the Kilkenny game above my sister's house, like you know, and. You know, he, he saw the game, like, you know, and other lads saw it. Like, you can download these things now with, with computers. I wouldn't be the most technical, as you know yourself. But, um, that's an inside joke for anyone listening in. We had a couple of technical issues with Dan at the start of the first two episodes where the computer wasn't working. Like, so, uh, there's a bit of an inside one there. It's fantastic. It's fantastic for the way people can watch these games. I mean, what counties from that, whether it's from Tipperary or Cork Club Championship, they, they showed them last year again a few yeah, of the games brilliant. in Cork. And mm-hmm. it's brilliant to sit down and watch it there every Saturday evening and, and watch the sport yeah. that, that, that we grew up watching. Like, you know, whether it's from Cork or Wexford or, or Limerick or Absolutely. any place even Ke- the Kerry County final will be on TG Carr I'd say next week or the week after I can't wait to watch it like you know local derby game I think uh, yeah. uh, that like you know so it's brilliant to watch it brilliant 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 no that's great come here part two we have a very special guest coming up we've got a good friend of mine and one of the best hurlers that I've ever seen if not the best in Patrick Horgan coming on the show so again tune into part two and we'll uh, talk to you then You're listening to Lovely Hurling, in association with Zest Active. Right, welcome back to part two of episode 15 of Lovely Hurling, in association with Zest Active. Um, first half of the show, we're after hearing about Dan's uh, interesting Sunday up and down the country, from Kilkenny to Waterford and all his victories. And we've been joined by one of my good friends, uh, one of the best hurlers I've ever seen play the game, and one of the most modest guys with it as well. Um, with Patrick Horgan so we've got a few good stories on the way from Hoggy as everyone knows him so thanks William for coming on Hog. Oh, no, Nash, you're right. Listen for that. 
Yeah, great stuff. So, look, don't worry for anyone that's listening in anyway. I'll translate after. So, it's Cork City. So, we make sure Cork City, Daisha, and I'm just a country of the two. So, we'll get the... I, although, do you know what? On Instagram, right, I must take this up with people. I'm the one that has the subtitles underneath it. And when Dan opens his mouth, does nothing. So, like, I thought I would declare the two accents. Like, Dan, you're getting away with murder there, bud. Tell you that, Todd. That's always loud, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. With Shawnee McGrath a couple of weeks back, and he was telling all the stories about when the management would stop and give a bit of a silence. Anyone say anything? Of course, I'd cock my head up and say something like, so don't worry, I've been, the piss has been taken out of me. <laughs> the piss has been taken out of me too much. Right, okay. Come here, look, Hog, fair play for coming on. I suppose we start off with the recent, all right? And you're after a great year with Cork. Um, obviously, not the finish you wanted, like, but could you kind of sum it up in a kind of a kind of a quick sentence about how you felt the year went and, and where you feel that you are for next year? Yeah, look, I thought, to be fair, I thought we had a good year, like, you know, starting off the year. Um, no one probably expected us to, to get as far as we did, but obviously when you get there then get to a final and all these big games, like you obviously want to win them all, do you know what I mean? And if you don't, it's a disappointment. But uh, yeah, we like we made great, made great strides and um, obviously just came up against an unbelievable Limerick team on the day. Like, and what happened, happened, like, but I suppose, look, um, in sport, I suppose, there's always another chance and uh, yeah, we'll... Hopefully we get another chance next year, I suppose. Dan, to get another chance next year if the draw stays the same, they're heading down to Walsh Park to play Waterford. What you make of the man that's after joining us anyway, Dan? You would have followed his career, obviously. Oh, yeah, unbelievable, Anthony. Jesus, um, respect to her for that man. He's, he's unreal. Um, his performances every year, every game, phenomenal for his club and his county. You know, look, I'm not going to blow his head up. He knows how good he is. I know how good he is. So and it's great to have Hoggy on, on, on the other side of the, the computer, boy. What a legend for Cork. What a legend. Yeah, fairness, I must say. Like, and it's just, I was saying to Dan there before he joined it, like, it's not that I ever took it for granted, but for anyone listening in, like, I used to have a ritual. <laughs> it was just, Hoggy be stepping over free. I began in for a drink of water because I knew it was splitting the posts. And you mentioned it there, Dan. The one thing about him, right, is that, like, for anyone that doesn't know Hoggy, the Glen means as much to Hoggy, if not more than uh, Cork, even at times, you know. Um, so it's 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 just an unbelievable thing, and I would have learned a lot off Hoggy. I would have learned how to take a Ronaldo free, right? So Hoggy can actually throw up the ball, right, and strike it, and like Ronaldo can make the ball move, right, in the air without spin. So we were in Parky Keeve in the old Parky Keeve one day, and Lorca McLaughlin, my old club mate, was inside in the goal. So we some days you go and just have a bit of a mess before training, taking shots. So Lorcan, whoever missed, went into goals, basically, take shots from the 21. So Lorcan was intelligent enough to go into the goals without a helmet on. And uh, next thing, it was Hoggy's turn. So Hoggy decided to throw up the ball without spin. Bang. So the ball starts moving like this. There was about five or six of us behind it going, oh, sweet Jesus, he's dead. And next thing, Lorcan turned the butt of the hurley side of us. I don't know how he saved it. And the line from Hoggy was, you're lucky there, boy. Your nose was nearly above him the hill. <laughs> it was nearly above him the city and he nearly burst his nose. Oh, he was the bravest one of us, that thing. He was brave, but he was stupid. It wasn't bravery. Like, I used to stand and go, how you slag me towards the end of my career because I never go and go for penalties in training, right? Because I wanted to play a championship. I didn't want to get hurt. Like, this fella can make a ball talk. And not only can he make a talk, he can make a travel as well. And we were going into Dan in 17, and I'll never forgive you. For anyone that knows me, I am so anal when it comes to my hurlies. I've won hurley, right? So I'd had a decent year with puck outs in 17. And of course, we're going into Waterford in 2017. Derek McGrath, Dan Shannon inside them. So the night before, the week before we played this match, Hoggy goes, we're going to go for a few penalties there. 
I said, fine, sure, look, grand. I was better standing for one or two to give him a bit of confidence, like whatever. Next thing, he took a shot, and it was coming at me. So normally, I'd kind of make sure I wasn't getting hit. So I had to get my hurley up in front of my body before I was dead. He snapped the hurley in half. I remember that night. Yeah, I remember that night, yeah. I was crying for a week after it. So, and... There was, a few interesting, there was a few interesting phone calls around that time, actually. I remember. <laughs> I remember that. We had a sports psychologist involved, lads, and I swear to God, I nearly had his head melted from the thing because I didn't know how to survive. A hurley for me, then, was like an extension to my arm. And especially, we had changed the puck outs, so everything was short and everything was quick, because you know, because you played us and you beat us that year. But mother of Jesus, my head was fried because this fella. So, for anyone that doesn't know, Henry Shefflin said this man can make the ball talk. He can, but he can also make the ball move as well, and I've gotten many a thump off him. Unfortunately, training, but great guy and a great fella. Look, you joined the panel in what was it, Hogs? Seven? Eight? 2008, yeah. Uh, made the championship f- against Tip down in the park. Uh, came off the last five minutes to base, but yeah, five, yeah. What age were you? Uh, 19. 19. So I spoke to you on the phone beforehand, and yours just asking about the changes in hurling. Like, 19 year olds know in hurling? Uh, yeah, I said, like, We'd always be talking, obviously, two of us, like, over the phone, but all sorts of everything got to do with Hurling. But, um, yeah, I suppose the change, like, since then, till, till now, I suppose, the, the big change is, like, an 18 or 19-year-old could, like, make their debut in those, time, like, those times. I'm talking, you know, like, in, like, 90, like, but uh, in those times, like, you could see an 18-year-old coming on, you know, throwing car forward, if he's whatever. But like it's gone to a stage where you like even you look at Limerick there now, like how would you throw an eighteen year old in against them? Like, you know what I mean? They're just they're monsters. And even fellas like on, on our own panel, like um we fellas there are monsters and that's that's true of the country and all teams, no, but I just don't know how a young fella could develop their body enough that they could make a debut or make any form of impact on a senior team at you know, 18 or 19 that way. Like, I know we have a couple of exceptions of young fellas, no, like Barrett, Connolly, and uh, fellas like that, but even, like, younger than that again, I mean, like, so, yeah, that's that's the main the main thing is the, the size of fellas and the, the, SNC, the, the SNCs, I suppose. Yeah, we were saying, Dan, though, like, we are just talking about, like, the, everyone's talking here in Cork about the future of Cork hurling and the minors in the 20s, and you're just kind of saying, like, there are any of them ready to go? Like, what would you feel like about the... Do you know the minors and twenties and teams then? And would you say like that has it changed that much that you'd see lads like of your size like coming on? You know, Anthony and Huggies probably might agree with this. I think from they changed everything from uh, eight, the minor came down to under seventeen and uh, to twenty one to twenties. And I think from seventeen to twenty is massive for a seventeen year old to make it into the big level. Do you know at least when you're eighteen, you're playing adult hurling with your club. Etc. You have to take the punishment a bit more. I, I couldn't see why they changed it from minor to 17s to 20s to 21s or tw- 21s to 20s. There was nothing wrong with the way it was going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Tell you, you could throw in an 18-year-old for the Glen or Lismore or, or Kantark or wherever you're from. But no, there's a big difference from 17 to 20 to, to make it at senior level. You know, there's three massive years to, to progress after that. And you don't know what way lads will take it, whether they... Whether they go off socialising with other things, come into their life, does hurling come first? And if it doesn't come first, when you're 18 or 19, you won't make it. That's, do you know what I'm saying? To the effort and the skill and to, to get to the Limerick sizes, the cork sizes, you have to put in effort off the field uh, as well as on it. Like, you know, and to be an inter-county hurler now, that's, as you know, as well as I am in hockey, the, the training you have to do off the field is, is unbelievable. Like, you know, and I just feel for 
I was lucky enough to see your under 17s play at Walford. I thought they were very, very well developed. There were a lot of big men there. They were their their arses and their legs were big and strong. If you know what I'm saying, to to make it in a few years' time, I was I was very impressed with that with the size of the cock athletes. They were pure athletes uh, compared to our Warford lads. But again, the level is unbelievable when you're playing the Limericks, the Galways under the the Tipperaries, are all big physical teams like you know. So um, so Cork are, Cork are going in the right direction, but it'll take. An exceptional player, as Hoggy mentioned, the three lads there, they'll push on for next year. But the lads come behind them might take a year or two, if you know what I'm saying to you. We were, in a, we were in a running thing there one day. There was a player behind us, myself and Hoggy, and he compared our asses to the back of a bus there one day in CIT. Nash. <laughs> what? Mine was strength as well, Hoggy. Will you stop? Nash, there was no one behind me in the running anyway, I can tell you that. <laughs> no, we were asked to turn around in the warm up. Do you remember? It was uh, Matthews was doing the running, and next thing we had to turn around. So we were in twos. We were running one way, we turned around, and the player behind us anyway compared the two of our asses to the size of a bus. So I always maintained as a goalie, he was built for speed. Like in the last few years, no, it's built for comfort. Like, but uh, yeah, I, like in fairness, and the one thing that we joked at Hoggy, Hoggy is the saying, Dan, that he's never been in a gym in his life. He's never seen the inside of the gym in his life. I was both in Crow Park in the other final day. It's my first time ever kind of just standing back in the sideline, obviously, because you're involved. And to see the, the shape of the, the county hurdles, the Mormon side, I have to agree a thousand percent on the on the fitness and stuff. There was a funny story, Hag, I told to Shani McGrath. Um, we played Leash in a challenge match. And uh, Hoggy actually burnt me one day, lads. We were actually, I texted him one day and I said, let me know when you're coming through the tunnel. I'm in Mitchellstown and uh, I'll, I'll come up to the bus. <laughs> I'll come up to the bus, right? So next thing anyway... Jesus, time went by anyway then. You know, like I'd say, it was a league game as well at this stage. It was a big enough game and Gerald McCarthy. It was Leash. We were playing Leash in the championship. It was a Leash in the championship and Gerald Mack was over. Jesus Christ, or Dennis was over. It's one another anyway. So next thing I said, Hoggy, let, let me know when you're in the tunnel there and I'll get ready to come up and think. Next thing was no sign of Hoggy. I said, Jesus, the bus must be delayed. He said, I looked at my phone. I had four missed calls. I had four missed calls from the, from the management. Like I was like, what the hell is going on here? So next thing I looked at my phone. They were in the, the bus was in the car park for about five minutes before um, before I fucking uh, realised that they were there. Hoggy, on purpose, hadn't texted me. I got destroyed then. Oh, the management pulled me aside after about holding the team up. and It was bad standard and bad practice and everything like that. I went on the bus, didn't like, and I was fit to burst him. Sure, your man's blow wetting himself, laughing out the back of the bus, having telling everyone. That was Jimmy, that thing. It was a Jimmy kid. Yeah, Jesus he loved that you were late, didn't he? Oh yeah, he killed me. He absolutely went to tell me, but but that wasn't Leash, and that, that was that was another thing because Leash in a challenge match. I told Shawnee about the story about you and Jimmy stood up in the bus and looked around because there was some missing. He goes, "Lads, it's Hoggy on the bus. He is, yeah. All right, bus driver, drive on." That's all Jimmy ever cared about. But uh, no, he was kept. <laughs> he was good for the one night. Ah, oh, he was. I sent to Dan there. Brilliant. The time Keen McCarthy put a ball over the bar in training from the sideline, we're walking off the field for the All Ireland, and he starts saying to everyone, "Oh, look at that!" And Jimmy goes. First time for everything, and walked away. <laughs> Just absolutely walked off. So he's absolutely brilliant. And he wouldn't be like he wouldn't be like this now. But uh, remember the time we were out in CAT there, and uh, we were doing this drill, however it was anyway. And a boy got lashed at the hand, like an impossible ball, out of control, like to the side of him, like doing well to get a touch on it. No, even like so the hand throws out, throws out the hole anyway. Jimmy watching the drill as he would like. Uh, he didn't control it so the ball ran away from him like, as was expected and uh, he'd one hand on the hurdle and Jimmy was in Leanne who do you think you are me (laughs) 
Uh, Jimmy was brilliant. I swear to God, like he was actually so enjoyable as a fucking, um, so enjoyable as a manager, and he was so good at building up confidence with it. Like you never ever needed anything else with Jimmy. He'd build you up to ten feet tall, but boy, God, he'd cut you down straight away with it. After he was unbelievable. I mean, there's been a lot of times since the changes in that hog. I know we touched on the fitness side of it and everything like that. Like, but one thing that you've kind of spoken up about the last years, and I kind of spoke up about as well, is the use of the yellow slitters. Um, and you know, it's kind of a. I know people give out about car people giving out about slitters, like, but there was a big change to free takers, especially. And I found it this year when there was no crowds in the league. And I was at the matches. There seemed to be an awful thud after them. Like, there seems to be changes every year in hurling. Like, you know, be it rule changes, slitter changes, gear changes. They talk about bringing in smaller bosses and everything. Like, what? Well, like, what do you think about all those small things? Uh, I like. I think I actually said something about this uh, recent enough as well. Like. They're messing around with a game like that, in my eyes, like, was perfect, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, they're, like, there's just a lot going on, and especially, like, with these yellow slitters now, like, I'd have no problem if they were the same thing. There's no bother to get them pink if they want, like, I'd have no problem, but, like, it's the, um, it's the way they play, like, they fly, like, they fly different, and no one's going to tell me any different, like, do you know what I mean? I'm not taking enough of them, like, you And I just think it's something they definitely have to have a look into, like, because... They're just they're they're not a good ball, like and obviously at the level we're at, like we're not training for ten months of the year, like to to use something that isn't as good as it could be, like you know what I mean. So mm. that's I that's what I feel anyway. Look, and other fellas might think different. They might think you know they're perfect or they're the same, but well, they're not the same. So they're, they're different. So yeah, but you do do you hit any of them, Dan? Did you come across? Or what's your feeling on that, like? The Lismore gang would have got a few of Matt Anthony to be honest with you and I thought they'd travel a, w- a wicked distance. But what kills me, Anthony, you can use you, you can use them at county level but you can't use them at club level. Well, right in, I think I'm right in saying that. You're right. You're right. You know, so You're right. I don't agree yeah. like, you know, with this and yet I was at a club game the weekend, the Saturday evening game here, a local game in Dungarvan and there was an orange, one of them colours that has been used as well. So, I don't know what the story is if you can use them you should be able to use them for club if I'm going to use them. But again, as, as, as Patrick has said there, there's too, too many of these changes being made to a game that was nothing wrong with. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Uh, so there was, like, you know, so cynical fouling, etc., etc. Do you know? But again, I think the referee used a lot of common sense as the year went on compared to the start of the year to let the game go. So credit him that way. But don't mess with the game. It, it's absolutely flying at the moment. So it is, like, you know, uh, let it be. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I just think that at times there, like, there's a couple of rule changes thrown in. I guarantee you over the winter, again, something new will happen in again. Um, Huggy, what, how do you feel about the season, now the split season this year? Like, but it's a, it's a, you're going back to the Glen now this weekend. Um, you haven't had much of a break, like, even I see it below Barry down in Limerick as well, like, that, like, you haven't had a huge break from hurling. You're back in exactly and you're expected to perform at the highest level again for the club. Are you, you ready to go with the Glen? As you know, you're all characters, so you're all really looking forward to being each other's company. <laughs> yeah, it's all to that point for Andy Glenn. Uh, yeah, look, you probably said it well ago that um, I always love going back to Andy Glenn. Like, obviously, I love playing with Cork as well. Like, it's you know, it's obviously a dream to to line up with your company as it is for everyone. Like, and yeah, it's just it's just something. Uh, it's it's not just something. I suppose it's something I love doing is playing with Andy Glenn, and um, I just love going back. Like, you know, after the season's finished with the county, and just love. As you say, meet the boys, have a laugh, and I don't know. It's just something that, like it's. I just think it's the best thing in the world, you know. So yeah, I just love doing. 
for anyone that doesn't know, you didn't have a huge interest in American sports and traveling to America and watching it then as well. And you're a huge Brady fan. And I always like you because you're a Brady fan, you're a Woods fan, you're a Ronnie O'Sullivan fan. You're a fan of the best, like so. It's easy to be a fan of the best. But you have a massive, you have a massive interest in other sports as well. Like you let lads into knowing like what drives that or what was the interest behind it and why why Brady and why Woods and all them. And I suppose I, I took an interest in the NFL because like they're just such uh, such athletes like and. You know, they're the strongest, they're the fastest, they're every, like they're just the perfect athlete. So I just well, just got an interest in them, just started watching them on a Sunday night. Uh, then of course, Brady, like Brady is just I wonder what to do now actually, because the last time I went he was playing the Patriots and the COVID happened, so I haven't gone in two years. And I can't go and watch a game that he's not playing them, like so uh yeah, he's just like, how long he's doing it. Uh, like, I went to a couple of games there. Uh, I think I went five years in a row. But, like, you go there. I went to the stadium, say, two and a half hours before the match to see him kind of warm and all, and what did he be doing? Like, every person in the stadium is there to see him. Mm. Everybody knows that. Everybody, like, there's no one trying to, no, there's no support. They're there to see him and no one else. And, like, he comes strolling out with, like, 80,000 people watching like and I suppose the whole of America as well on telly and like every week just torching teams like do you know what I mean it just, it's 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 weird like like imagine like imagine that like if you translate that to hurling like that everybody was going to see one fella and he kept playing unbelievably Huggy, I played with you for long enough, boy. They were turning up to see you. Don't mind that shit. They were every time they came, they came to see Cork Dan, they were coming to see Huggy. Like, and a lot of the opposition supporters were coming as well. I just had to live with it. We were always the second. We were always the second best to this guy. I love the. I, I love the NFL, boy. I think Brady's the man, Brandon. boy. I see something on YouTube there. He's flicking the ball into the yoke, the, the spinning yoke, and he catching the throwing. He's, 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 he's unbelievable. As, as you were saying, Huggy, the, the strength and conditioning there, they're the elite. They are the best. Do you know the, the the work they do? Odell Beckham Jr. He's that catch one and the catch there for the Giants to get off the ground at that level under pressure like that. What a fucking catch, man! Do you know the best catch ever I saw in the NFL? Like, you know the way he can do it one handed. Now he's gone to the books, I think, but the way he did it that day under pressure, yellow flag in the air, and still got the touchdown. It was just phenomenal. Yeah, there's some athletes like I, I just don't know how they do it, but like even. Uh, even with their draft, I don't take much notice to the draft. No, I know party so there don't be on about the draft. And I, I don't have a clue about it to be honest. But like they like they judge fellas on the length of their fingers. Like you're like, like <laughs> <laughs> he's not good. His fingers are half an inch too short. A lot of pe- a lot of people do that. Hog. Is there learnings that could come into the jail? <laughs> is there a lot of people judging like that? Is there is there learnings that could come? You would never be able to be judging. Dan was a, Dan would have definitely been a wide receiver. I'd have been the fella carrying on the water. Uh, come here, was there? Was there? Is there something that you think that can cross over, or is it just like in fairness? The one thing about the mindset in the J, it is getting more forward thinking. There's still always going to be people that don't like change, as in for the good. No, I'm on about like fellas. Like you're on about Brady. Like the warm up Brady does, or the warm up LeBron James does, or anything like that. They're just so relaxed and so cool. They go out to the field, like, you know, there's almost a party atmosphere. And if, if the people in the J did that, they'd be ridiculed and laughed upon and they're the best athletes in the world. But is there learnings that you feel that, like, American sports can bring? Or is it just because of financials that they're so far ahead of us or what? Yeah, actually, there's, a, there's teams there, like, obviously setting up the, 
the events setting up the music the whole thing like it's mad like as you say that like, you're going to see the match like and the last thing you're probably looking at is the match because there's a, a disco on and there's fellas over there shooting guns into the air and all sorts of everything giveaways and bringing fans onto the field for a kick like and the two uh for a two minute ad like you know what i mean it's just ridiculous stuff but uh i just think like it's when you talk about uh the american sports like in the know and hurling you see like the reps they do like and i think sometimes hurling like we do we, we train a lot at things like that you might never come across, but like, do you know the fellow who snaps the ball back to say the quarter back yeah. in the NFL? For two and a half hours before the game, he's snapping ball back, nothing else. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, and you think like, oh, that's simple. What are you practicing that for? But like, they all just have their, um, have their position. They have, mm. Yeah, they have their own job, no matter how hard or easy it is. Like, they just, they just keep doing that. Like the kicker on the line. Like, you know who pick a ball. Stop doing it a hundred times during the game. Like, you know what I mean? Over into the net. So I have it. I have it. This is it, Dan, right? So what's going to happen for Cork is they're going to be saying, and coming on to take the penalty at age 57, number 22, Patrick Horgan. Welcome on. So we're going to have we're going to have a replacement. But I actually think the all are in a final. The all are in a final. Whatever but any other games, the all are in a final should be an event. Like, you're talking, like, this is the party. This is the ultimate day. And it's just like crowds getting into the stadium tours beforehand and to see it because they're so excited. There should be almost a party atmosphere. And yet the players are hardly allowed to walk out and they're runners to see the grass. Like, do you know what I mean? When it should be just events everywhere. Like, you know, but no, it's, un- it's just something that I feel that should come across right. Like the marketing events especially should be a huge part of it. But, um, so, oh, Dan, 100% boy. You see there the weeks of the Super Bowl there, the whole city shut off and they've got events. I've never been fortunate enough to be at. I'd love to go to them. But the whole city is shut off around the stadium and they've like, TV shows belting out left, right and centre like you know and they've got all the ex-players coming up and stuff like it's just a huge marketing event that I think they should be hit on but that'll be lovely hurling next year anyway we'll have a, we'll have a show there beforehand huh? but even <laughs> but even um, like with hurling as well Nash and you like we obviously had spoke about this a lot and um, we tried our best to kind of live it as well when, when, when you were playing or they played um, like I think hurling is a very serious kind of game. Like, uh, do you know what? You're, you're working all day and then you go put your gear on and like, it's nearly like, oh, this is, this is serious. Uh, we're coming training. Uh, and to be fair, no, we've had like, we've had good laughs during training, like don't get me wrong, but I just think sometimes, and one of our coaches, uh, hold on, hold on. Pat Ryan. Pat Ryan, like, good few years ago, he's like, he said, like, um, like, come and have fun, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not work you're going to, like, it's not like you're, you, you've done your serious stuff today, you've done your, um, you've done your nine to five, like, this should be all about fun. And I think sometimes that gets a bit lost in the GA. I mean, no, even yeah, with yeah. clubs, like, club, even out to, even out to junior teams, it's all very serious. Yeah. That, that was an eye opener for me, Dan, in 17, Pat came in, like, in one of the first things he said to us in training. As you, as you said, Hog, your your day is finished. Your work day is finished. You're you're coming here out of your choice. You know you should want to be here. Like, and in fairness, him that year he made us want to be there, and we enjoyed it. Now we trained hard, and geez, everything was tough going and stuff. But there was enjoyment, like, and you enjoyed your hurling, and he allowed us to flourish, like, you know. Um, but I I agree with you. It's all we don't under tens, under eights. Jesus Christ, 
every manager, every selector. We had um, Zach, um, Zach Brandy on here a few weeks back and he was on about he wanted to give Young for his game and the other manager was like, no, because we're going to lose. The crack can be taken completely out of it. Yeah, like, you know, it's it's all about winning, knowing all this kind of stuff. But, and it's all, like, everyone says it's about winning all of them. And Three of we, us. <laughs> Three we of probably us. think like yeah. this because we don't want that one. <laughs> we, probably, we probably think about this because we don't want that one. But, like, if you're playing for 15 years and just say just say you win one, does that mean 14 of them years yeah. or bad years? That's never worked. It, like, you know what I mean? Credit Joe Canning Hoggy. He said the same thing. Whether I won another or not, I still enjoyed playing. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we, when he when he retired, like you know, and I totally agree with you, but it's if I hope you do win one, but if we don't, it'll be a great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like and I don't like brand. Obviously, it's 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 obviously everybody's dream that plays hard and like, but at the same time, like it's uh, like you have to do a lot in the year to to get your hands on an all or the middle, like so you might as well enjoy the year anyway. You know, so and every training session that goes with it, every. I suppose every ball you pop, like you know what I mean, and like if you if you don't win the all or the game of it all, does that mean so? You just wasted however long. Do you know it shouldn't be like that? Like no, it's kind of leading me on to the next thing there. Like and look, it's it's something that. Like I wanted to say to people, like, is that your love for hurling? Like, I know you like to go down to Dingle um, and walking around and stuff like that. Anywhere you go, you have a hurling in your hand. Every single place you go, I, the only time I've ever seen you not with a hurling, I'm surprised, is in a golf bag. You like playing golf as well, like, but everywhere you go, you carry a hurley, but that's just because you love it so much, um, you know, and it's just something that I always kind of looked at and probably learned off of you with that as well, that even if you were going for a walk outside of training, there was a hurley in your hand, but, like, you have, I suppose, another 10 years left in you, right? Okay, because as you always say to me, when you're finishing towards the end of your career, you're going to go back into goal, <laughs> but, uh, like, could you, can you envisage what, is ahead of you, like, like, what are you up to nowadays outside of, um, outside of work? What do you, or outside of hurling, apologies, and like, you know, what makes you tick and what, what do you like to do and what you think you're going to like to do when you finish hurling? Or have you even thought of it? Um, no, I, I haven't thought of it, like, at the moment, I'm just enjoying hurling, even though, oh, there's a, there's enough people asking, like, you know, <laughs> oh, when are you going, when are you going, I'm like, you should say something about we ain't playing a lot. But, uh, yeah, look, um, obviously I'm just enjoying it. Like, uh, obviously if I wasn't enjoying it, I wouldn't do it, you know what I mean? And I just think, like, I just, whatever, when I go to the field, when I go to the Glen Field, it's just, you know, nothing matters for that time you're there. Like, and when your mind is free like that, like, it's just, you know, it's just an unbelievable feeling, obviously. But, Afterwards, I suppose, I don't know, I, I was playing squash there for a while, a couple of years ago, but I could stop because legs were kind of sore off after it. So um, I might get back into doing a small bit of that. I can't play you on golf because you're only baby. Like, I wouldn't sleep. Unless he's so competitive. That's what I was going to say to you. You're going to have to be competitive at something. You're actually so uber competitive. It's crazy. Like, we used to take penalties after training, right? The, the odd time we did it. And we used to drive each other nuts because if I was fortunate enough to save one then, right? That was it. We were staying out for another 10. We were, that was it. There was no way we were going home. He didn't want the next one. He wanted the next three, next four. And if, by God, I walked away and left this man in a sulk. And I mean a sulk. Not too many times because he buried me most of the times. But if I saved one, the man was like a little child and he would not let me off. Like, get back in here. Get back in here. And the names he were calling me weren't nice. Like, <laughs> 
we get the other keepers out like we're trying oh, to do just, it was it was brutal I've never seen a fella as competitive like and that's what makes him so good but uh, just a couple of things there Hog. I know it's hard to pick like and I you know you had a lovely tweet there a few years ago when you got your all star with your with your nephew and everything like that like so it was just it was a beautiful part of it to see as well but can you can you give me a kind of maybe a top three or not in any and not in any um order but like the moments of your career that you just sit back and go geez yeah that's good and I know when you finish you'll have more time to do that but there's surely a couple of things that you'd like to say look that you were delighted apart from scoring a goal in me for to Glen with two hundred twenty ones that I've never I'll tell that story after Jesus Christ well, that, that's up there we will have to get to that um I suppose um yeah I suppose um. I suppose the All-Around Final in 2013 when the game was as much as up is something that all, like, I like I I think about it sometimes but whenever I don't I'm yeah. joke telling me about it uh, when he's yeah. when he's cursing the ref uh, that's probably one time that I thought you know like if that had changed and, and we had won it like you know uh, going back to my last point like would I be enjoying hurling as I am now like or would I not be playing you know and if it meant they wouldn't be playing, maybe the best thing happened because I prefer to play. Like, I, I just prefer to constantly play. So, um, other things like yeah, I suppose having uh, my niece and nephews at the game, like it's and especially that they're so interested as well. Like you know what I mean? And uh, you know they get a chance to see me playing in front of uh, a few people and all that. I'd say it's a good buzz for them. Like even though they're only they're only. Um, Seven or eight, and I was like, they gonna go buzz off it, like, and it's it's good to see them, you know, smiling at the games and enjoying it too, like, and uh, I suppose I don't know, I just, other games, I suppose, um, I suppose like the Kilkenny game this year yeah. was a big thing yeah. for us, like, I suppose that's another another memory, I suppose, because we we had lost so many semi finals, like, and you know, I've Kilkenny like tough team always, like, and. Back up to play another semi final after losing the previous, yeah. I suppose, yeah. six was it? Yeah. Six or seven even. And just to just to get just to get the win up in, in Crow Park against them, like with uh you know, Cork is uh was massive and it's obviously we didn't follow up with a good result after, but yeah, that was a big step for us. So we kinda of touched on it there beforehand, right? That like for I was lucky, right? I was very lucky. Again, look, it was actually funny. I fell in TikTok. We were talking about the All-Stars then and they'll show. And next thing, uh, we were on about Leinster hurling and some fella put a lovely comment underneath. What would you know about? How many All-Irelands do you have myself and Dan? <laughs> but uh, but I, I was like, I was like, I was very lucky, right? I've played with some fantastic players and I could go on and name them all, right? But like, to create a friendship with a guy that... So the story was, when I was growing up, this young fella was like a mythical figure up in the Glen, right? His fella used to go down and there used to be a sign in the glen, no striking the ball off the wall, and he used to use it as a target for practice and all this shite, like, you know. And uh, I heard about this, like, little 16-year-old at the time, I'd say. 16, because I was playing 21. I think it's about four or five years of difference in us. So I was playing 21 hurling for Duhalo. And we had a decent enough team, no, right? So Duhalo division would have gone in as a, in the Premier. So we played Glen Rovers in this challenge match, and uh, Donald Cronin was playing for the glen at the time, for anyone who knows very good hurler time and one of the Glen lads got injured 25 minutes into the game then you know winter hurling no like and so next thing this young Patrick Horgan who I didn't know at the time comes bouncing onto the field uh, blue Cooper helmet double brace in the hurley fancy Dan kind of crack like you know so I said to Donald Cronin is this the is this the wonder kid coming on you know and Donald had a one liner back to me and he goes no I'm the wonder kid like that messing so I like took an interest in it 
I wasn't long finding out who this Patrick Horgan was, right? So we the corner back now. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to. It's not a ridicule against him. So the ball was sprayed, a dead straight ball in then, right? Into the 13. This young Horgan runs out, clips down in the back of the ball, right? But as he did it, it was like slow motion. He turned on the spot and started running towards me. But the ball was in midair. But what I hadn't realized is he'd put such spin in the ball, he'd spun it up over the cornerback's head, turned around, gathered it on the run, and buried it. Now, I have conceded a lot of goals in my career, and I mean a lot of them. I never stood in awe of a goal like it in my life. It put the shits up me. I didn't have a clue what was after happening. I never saw such skill like it. And I never forget it. The whole I know I'm coming to that. So later on in the game, right, we got a free. We were three points down and I lobbed the ball into the edge of the square and we got a goal. It was the biggest mistake of my life. I didn't get the goal. Biggest mistake of my life because, Hoggy, what happened in the second game? Nine goals. Ten goals they passed me. They're full forward and got a hat-trick each. It was the worst mistake of my life. And Hoggy got a hat-trick himself. They were great they games. They were good games. They were good games. I was lucky to be there. My dad was there. So, this Patrick Horgan that people didn't know about became an absolute superstar overnight in my heads. So, look, I think we've kept you long enough. Dan is under pressure because he's to head up to Bennett's Bridge and get his team ready again tonight and then come back down on Sunday and play a match for Lismore again or vice versa. He's a busy weekend. Hoggy, come here. Thanks a million for coming on the show. Um, I Absolute legend. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. Chris. That was brilliant. Yeah. So thanks a million for everyone for tuning in again. That was episode 15 with myself and Dan and the great Patrick Horgan. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it and we'll be back in next week to episode 16. Um, and thanks again to Revive Active for sponsoring. And again, use Hurling 10 on the website and you get a 10% discount off any Zest Active products. So thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Shanahan in front of the goal, puts it over the bar. Did he nash to? Onto the 13 meter.